Sacred Space. So welcome back again to the second part of Sacred Space. My name is John Keeley, still joined in studio here by Shane. And of course, at this time of the year, um, th- there's a number of things happening on the horizon. People think about New Year's resolutions, they think about maybe what happened last year and so on and so forth. Shane, what's, where would you like to start in terms oh, of your where, where Where to start? As you said, John, it's it's a busy kind of time of the year. It's a busy, first of all, I suppose, from a secular point of view, because, of course, it's the Christmas season and it's New Year's and all the rest of it. And one of the things, one of the things I like about Ireland and Irish culture is the fact that despite everything, and even still to date, Christmas is still the period almost from Christmas Eve to the 6th. Yeah. You know, um, mm-hmm. because in some countries, like once you get to the 26th of December, Christmas is over, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, and particularly I, I find I found that sometimes with my with the relations in the US, like Christmas is over on the 26th or the 27th. You're kind of going, ah, no, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Christmas right. goes until the 6th. But anyway, as we said at the top of the program, uh, today is the, the, whole, the Feast of the Holy Family. Now, the reason it's the Feast of the Holy Family is because it's what's called the Sunday within the octave. But before we get to that, I just wanted to mention the first, as we won't have a program before the the first of um, January. I just wanted to mention the the Pope's message for the World Day of Peace. Now, the first of January was declared the, the day for prayer for peace by Paul VI, and each year the popes, whoever whichever pope it is, will issue a message uh, for the World Day of Peace. And generally. The way it works is that it's a, it's an official message. It's communicated actually to the papal nuncios, who, as diplomats and accredited to various heads of state, are asked to present the message formally to those to those um, governments around the world. Mm-hmm. So, unfortunately, um, we're recording this program um, ahead of time because we have to submit it to the radio station mm-hmm. so that they can have things ready for over the Christmas period. So, unfortunately, the message actually hasn't been published. No, no. <laughs> but unusually, this year um, the the Vatican actually published the theme of the message, which I didn't really understand, because they published the theme of the message on the 6th of November. And the theme this year is good politics is at the service of peace. Now, I could see this one raising a lot of hackles mm-hmm. in certain capitals of the world. I'm kind of thinking Moscow, uh, Washington, um, Pyongyang. You're not judging at all. Not at all. Not at all. But it's interesting because... The theme or the comment about it is that every citizen bears political responsibility and in particular those who have received the mandate to protect and govern. And they are required to to safeguard the law and encourage dialogue between figures of society among the generations and among cultures. And the Pope will make the point that there is no peace without mutual trust and trust has, as a first condition, respect for the given word. So that's kind of going to be the theme uh, in, in which the Pope is going to um, bring up in his message for the World Day of Peace. And he's going to emphasize the point that humanity, to respect rights, gives rise in each individual a sense of duty to respect the rights of others. Uh, and you know, and and in particular to the community and to God Himself. So that's 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 the just I just wanted to mention that as mm-hmm. as Tuesday is going to be the the world the, the day of world day of prayer for peace. Now, then the other thing we wanted to bring up, of course, John, as you mentioned, is of course it's New Year's Eve Eve. It's mm-hmm. New Year's Eve Eve. So people often when it comes to New Year's they they do resolutions. Now I'll be honest, I don't. Um, I just I gave up on it a long time ago, um, but it's a lot of people do, um, and it's something you know to think about in terms of you know you look back, 
you look at the year that's gone, you think, okay, well, how did it go? Mm-hmm. What happened? What was good? What was mm-hmm. bad? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we could do an examine on the year that went. What were the high points? What were the low points? And, of course, it's different for each individual. Of course, for many people, you know, there could be great news. You know, exams passed, a new house, uh, a new baby, mm. um, you know, uh, clearance from a health condition or, or passing a driving test. I know a relation of mine recently passed hers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, something like that. But then, of course, for many people, I remember a couple of years ago, we had a year and my God, were we glad to see the back of it. Between sickness and illness and death, mm. uh, deaths and families, you know, and, and the struggles of daily life that people have to go through, you know, and I know, I know myself, uh, you know, people, some people can turn around and say, well, you know, may the harms of the year go with it. Mm. You know, it's gone, let it be consigned to the past mm-hmm. and, and give it to God's good graces. You know, so it's, so New Year's Eve kind of, it's, it's, it's that transition moment on the civil calendar when we move from one to the other. And, for some people it's it's quite a big deal and you know they'll they'll have the party and the celebration mm-hmm. and out with the community yeah. i know quite a lot of people actually that don't um celebrate new year's eve um i know quite a, I, I it was something i've discovered actually over the last couple of years where people will ask you well what are you doing for new year's and uh, you know and you'll discover well they're not actually doing anything mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i know i know a couple of people that actually take to their bed around 10 p.m yeah, yes, well, not a bad idea sometimes. You know, so mm. it's 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 just an interesting mm, mm, mm. one. But uh, I do also know a good friend of the radio program, uh, Sister Louise O'Rourke. Uh, oh, yeah, yes, yeah. Sister Louise has been on a couple of times. And what they do in their congregation in Dublin is their chapel is open, and they have adoration um, before and after the twelve o'clock. So they pray their way into the new year, which I think is a lovely, uh, lovely tradition. Lovely, yeah. But of course, people often come up with resolutions and things, kind of ideas or, 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 or some such, you know, uh, to get the most out of a year. So we were looking around and we came across a couple that actually have been attributed to Pope Francis. Now, it was interesting, when I sent this to John, we were kind of thought, well, is this actually, I actually thought this was something the Pope had actually said. Mm. But then when we were actually reading down through it, we realised, well, no, this is something someone has pulled out of what Pope Francis said. That's right. But we're, mm. we're, we're working through it, we're working yeah. through it. Now, there's a lot of them there. They're, they're, they're actually 12. And I don't know, John, if time-wise we'll have time to go through the 12 of them but Mm. we'll go through a few Mm -mm. so the first one the Pope that is suggested or that you know for the for for New Year's resolutions is Pope Francis says build bridges not walls now that's a very that could be a very political one in certain countries but anyway build bridges not walls Um, I'm just thinking that could cause problems on the Mexican border or somewhere in the you know Mm -hmm. the state Mm -hmm. of Israel but anyway so each Christian uh, is called to my screen keeps moving on me John just bear with me one second you have it there in front of you don't you I have anyway but it's in terms of building bridges and not walls right so every Christian always builds bridges of dialogue with others not walls of resentments and I was just thinking about that Shane actually as you brought this one up and it's, it's um, this of course today is the feast of the Holy Family and we can actually start with our own family mm-hmm. Quite a lot. Building bridges and not walls. So there's times when we might have left the family for whatever reason. We might have gone off and got married, different parts of the world and so on and so forth. And sometimes um, are in our own little cocoon and we might just touch base with the family maybe Christmas time or whatever, whatever, and think back maybe to, to some of the good times, great, but also maybe bear a few little grudges. And maybe this is a little reminder to ourselves that this building of bridges it doesn't always involve the Mexican border and so on and so forth. It might also involve our own our own family, our own community, 
our own neighbours and so on and so forth. Not a bad one. Building bridges, not wall. I think that's a famous one mm. for for Francis. That's the first one that got mm. me. The second one really caught my eye. It was let yourself be moved by suffering and then do something about it. Mm. And I thought it was interesting. You know, um, it was when one performs a good work, the desire arises almost instinctively in us to be esteemed and admired for this good action. Good action. Jesus calls us to perform these gestures without ostentation. Uh, and that was Pope Francis speaking Ash Wednesday in 2015. But myself, let yourself be moved by suffering and then do something about it. We're great people for saying, oh, the tragedy, oh, poor booked, poor person booked. The, mm. And it's like, well, you get up and do something about it. And I think for us in Ireland this year, there's a lot of stuff going on that really we need to get up and shake ourselves as a community. Uh, in terms of the housing crisis, I think, in particular, uh, it's a disgrace. It's a national disgrace. And it's not just a national disgrace for the politicians. Yes. For us as a society, mm-hmm. it is a disgrace mm-hmm. that over 10,000 people, including uh, three to 4,000 children, spent Christmas this year in hotel accommodation. Uh, there's no, you know, we can't really look ourselves in the eye about this. You know, there's a lot of controversy about there about historical abuse of children. This is the abuse that's going on right now, where these children do not have proper homes, and we need to do something about it. And quite often, as you said, people have a go at the politicians, but when was the last time we sent an email or, or phoned a politician, our own representative maybe, to voice our concern about what these people have to put up with, and maybe a little idea from our own uh, side of it so there are things we can do but practically we can do you know I mean how many times do, do we pass people on the street with a handout and so on and so forth mm. do we just have a go at them and judge them and so on and so forth or do we do we ever put ourselves in their position mm. and just say how did they get there and, and by the grace of God mm-hmm. you know I'm not there but that means the responsibility lies with me there may be something, and there is something we can always do. Maybe just look into ourselves. Yeah. That was a nice one, Shane. Yeah, the next one that caught my eye, John, was dream of love. I love that one. Yeah, it was a nice mm-hmm. one, I thought. So as a New Year's resolution to dream of love. And what Pope Francis talks about here is, you can't have a family without dreams, Francis said. And he's talking in Manila in 2015. Once a family loses the ability to dream, children do not grow, love does not grow, life shrivels up and dies. Dreaming is very important especially dreaming families do not lose this ability to dream and i think it's 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 wonderful it's just it's so simple you know there's that poem hold fast to dreams for if dreams die life is like a broken winged bird that mm. cannot fly mm. hold fast to dreams for if dreams go I can't remember the last line. I've just forgotten it. And it's just, you know, we must hold fast to our dreams and be giving people the opportunity to dream and achieve those dreams. You know, we have a great sense, I suppose, in Ireland of knocking people down. Sometimes we just need to actually help people up. And so it's a great one, actually, for, for, for a New Year's resolution. But I think the other thing about, uh, about dreaming dreams, you know, in this era of political correctness and all that rubbish... You know, to be dream a dream, and if it doesn't work, that's okay. Mm. That's okay. But have the dream anyway, and we can give this idea maybe to to children these days, and maybe to our fellow neighbours and so on and so forth. But don't say that now because you step out of line and you'll be very upset, and we don't want that to happen to you, and 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 you're embarrassed and so on and so forth. No, dream the dream, and I think he finishes up that particular section by saying. We must let our children play. Mm. So let them play. Let them get their hands dirty. Mm-hmm. Let them go out into the fields and into the garden. I know I, I, I have grandchildren, and we had great fun there the, the, the year before last where we were attempting to 
uh, keep the children happy. What I done, Shane, actually, I went out to the garden, to my own garden, to where I have my, my, my spuds and so on and so forth, and we went digging worms. Mm. And the way the children got their hands dirty and, and, and so on and so forth, it was brilliant. Mm-hmm. That's, just, that, that's one of the things, anyway, that, uh, you know, that, that got me that particular time. Another one which I suppose um, was, you know, Pope's Pope, a suggestion for New Year's resolution was um, pray daily for your health and that of your loved ones. Now, it's something maybe we mightn't think of. Uh, more often than not, we think of, of praying for our health maybe when we're actually sick. Maybe it might be good to kind of thank God for the good health that we have, you know. Exactly, um, exactly. You know, and what the what what the way the reflection that's put with it is: the church invites constant prayer for her own loved ones stricken with suffering. There must never be a lack of prayer for the sick, and of course, on this program, John, uh, the sick and who are our number one listeners. Yeah. So we're mm-hmm. very conscious of them on sacred space. Um, but rather, Pope Francis says we must pray more, both personally and as a community. In general, times of illness enable families' bonds to grow stronger. And I think about how important it is to teach children, starting from childhood, about solidarity in times of illness. So um, another one then as a New Year's resolution, which is suggested is don't be afraid to be ashamed of yourself and recognize when you've done wrong. Now I said that's very Franciscan. That's very Francis. You know, don't be ashamed. Don't be afraid to be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> um, now there's 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 two sides to that. Okay, let's deal with what the Pope said first. We must learn the science and wisdom of accusing ourselves. I accuse myself, feel the pain caused by the wound, learn where it has come from, and then indict myself regarding it. Do not be afraid of remorse, for it is a sign of salvation. So that's what Pope Francis said, and he was preaching at the, his daily homily in in September 2017. You just have to be very careful with that one. Yes, um, yes. Because you can also get a situation where people can't see the good in themselves. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you know, mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's a balancing act. You do have people that just don't seem to have any self-awareness at all, but I suppose we just need to be careful. Um, you know, be aware, of, uh, be aware of our faults and failings, but also be conscious of the good that's in each of us as well. And of course, you know, there can be some growth coming from that as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm not going to go into that one again next time. There's another one there now, Shane. Um, avoidments, uh, to avoid attachments to riches. Of course, this time of the year, a little bit of a one where we all have to be cognizant of the fact that we tend to, as you alluded to early on, go out and, ah, sure, look, I deserve it. I've been working all the year long and so on. I'll go out and enjoy myself. And yet we see those homeless people around the place and mm. so on and so forth. We are given riches and we are given all the gifts that we got by the Lord for the good of all. And I, I read somewhere there early on, you know, uh, about that there's enough food in the world. Our big problem is to distribute the food mm. in the world. And the same with the riches. So therefore, if we attach, uh, if we attach too much to uh, riches and power and so on and so forth, it means that somebody else is going to lose out. That's my own little thought on that anyway. Yeah. Well, what Pope Francis said is, the attachment to riches is the beginning of all kinds of corruption everywhere. There is a mystery in the possession of wealth. Riches have the ability to seduce and make us believe that we are in a paradise on earth. 
And that paradise is a place without horizon. So I suppose what, he, what he's trying there is that sometimes it can distract us um, very much. So. And at the moment, there's a lot of talk about, you know, how great the economy is doing. Now, I don't know if in West Limerick if we're seeing so much of that. But the Dublin intelligentsia yeah, tell us that the economy is booming and we've always mm-hmm. got full employment. Mm-hmm. So we have to, you know, we have to take them what they say with a large pinch of salt. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, you know, but it's just, I suppose, again, it's a reminder to us that... Uh, you know, Pope Francis turned around and said, "Well, you know, focus on the important things. Don't get caught up in the the rat race uh, as far as possible. You know, and just to be conscious of it." So, just to remind us again, what we're doing actually, we're going through a list uh, that's been compiled, maybe a quotation for want of a better word, about what Pope Francis uh, has, has said over the last number of years. And maybe take these on board as we're thinking about our own resolutions and improving ourselves for this year and so on and so forth. The next one that I'm going to mention was actually mentioned um, in the general audience in, in 2015, no, excuse me, in the Mass in Ecuador in July the 7th, 2015. And it's entitled, Be Strong in Faith So as to Overcome Division. And you're going to say, when we give up ourselves, we discover our true identity as children of God in the image of the Father, and like him, give us of life. We discover that we are brothers and sisters of Jesus, to whom we bear witness. This is what it means to evangelize. This is not a new revolution, for our faith is always revolutionary. This is our deepest and most enduring cry. So what he's speaking about there, be strong in our faith and so on and so forth. We discover that we are brothers and sisters of Jesus when we bear witness. Not easy sometimes to bear witness, but sometimes we might need to stand on the corner of mm. the street and, 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 and pull out our Bible and, and quote in verse by verse. But it might just be that there are times within our life when we have to... To, to practice Christian values. And that means it might be in a sports field, it might be shopping, it might be anywhere. Where we we remember the message of Jesus, you know, that, that these people who are in front of us are there, they might need our attention, they might need us to listen to them, they might need us to uh, converse with them. But it doesn't mean to say that we have to agree with something that somebody else says, but at least we listen to them. And give them a chance, and that's my first thought on that. When he was be strong in, be strong in my faith, not to be afraid also to um, project without, uh, not in a very loud way, but project mm. my faith in what I believe. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, we we we. Uh, what's the expression? We live in a country which is, uh, as the Taoiseach has said, is growing more open. And um, so, you know what? That means there should be room for all of us to be able to express our opinions, whatever yeah. those opinions might be. So then another one which Pope Francis has there for us, and I think it's an interesting one, is don't let yourself be robbed of hope. As a New Year's resolution, I actually yeah. like that one. Mm, mm. Don't let yourself be robbed of hope. And um, he's, it's in the way he puts it, he was talking in Havana in Cuba back in September 2015. And what he said was, in the daily reality of life, there has to be room for dreaming. A young person incapable of dreaming is cut off and self-enclosed. Everyone sometimes dreams of things which are never going to happen. But dream them anyway. Desire them. Seek new horizons and be open to great things. I think it's beautiful. I actually, I think myself now that's going to go up on my wall. Uh, You know, Mm -mm. don't be, you know, don't let yourself be robbed of hope. And I think the good thing about about the gospel, I mean, how many times have we mentioned over the last number of weeks when reading the gospel, that word hope and that thought of, about mm. hope 
is continually put in front of us. Not to lose hope. And there's a Pope reminding us again. Nice little one, Shane, just following that. And he speaks about, the Pope speaks about, remember that God never abandons us. What a beautiful thought. Remember that God never abandons us. Jesus has always shown us that God is not a severe and intolerant boss, but rather full of love, a father full of love, of tenderness, a father full of goodness. And therefore we can and we should have an immense confidence in the Lord. And that was actually spoken by the Pope in November the 20th, 2017. God never abandons something on our program that we try to emphasize quite often and it comes out in the gospel messages quite often that regardless of what happens to us in our life behind it all god comes to us first and then we are responding to that nice thing to be thinking about Mm -hmm. for the new year shame when we get all these things being thrown at us yeah exactly now another one that pope francis says now you know if you think about it that's a new year's resolution know that you are loved so that you can give love and forgiveness. Nice one to finish up with. Lovely. It is. It is. I think. Mm-hmm. You know, Francis compares compared God's love to that of a mother or father who speaks to their child after she, he or she has been woken by a nightmare. And just as our parents reassured us, saying, "Don't be scared. I'm here." So God says, "Do not be afraid of your sins. I love you. I'm here to forgive you." You know, and that this is the mercy of God. The Pope explained. We are all so nervous when something does not go according to plan. Uh, however, he says, calm down. Yes, you've made a mistake, but don't worry. Don't be afraid. I forgive you. And I think it's a, it's a lovely one kind of to, to think about as we finish up this section on New Year's resolutions. And I think he finished it up, he finished it up this particular section by saying, and the, finally, the golden rule is the best resolution for every month. Do unto others as you would have them to do unto you. So as we leave those resolutions and maybe uh, have a little bit of time to reflect on them, um, Shane, a bit of music that you you, you chose this morning. I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm surprised. My wife would, would be so delighted with you. She's not here this morning. Mm. But you picked one of her favourite singers to sing us. A, a yeah, OK, OK, John, don't be laying it on. <laughs> it's Daniel O'Donnell and he's singing. What's he singing, John? Once in Royal David City. OK, okay let's do this. Once in Royal David City Stood a lowly cattle shed Where a mother laid her baby In a manger for his bed Mary was that mother mild Who is God and Lord of 
Sacred Space